I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the KSL Movie Show. It gave the audience feelings they weren't sure they should enjoy. With Doug Wright and Steve Sales. The week's big movie review, movie news, games, and prizes. Here, here's Doug Wright. In the future, if you could not interrupt me, that would be way better. On KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. It is a movie show coming to you today from Sound Sleep Medical. Stephen, good to see you. What, what, are we still trying to cut your mic? No, I was just trying to hear you. Everybody. For some odd reason. Well, I, I can't hear you, and that is indeed a blessing in disguise. But we're Should full. I just sign? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, the only person in our family that understands that is my daughter. Oh. And my little tiny granddaughter. What? Yeah. You know, her to do signs? Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, Katie's really into that. that and so cool. when you're feeding her and she wants more, she does this, and that's the sign for more. And of course, the viewers could and listeners could see that. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, back of the ranch, they can see it. There we go. Yeah, the well, eye in the sky. The, oh, they're watching us. <laughs> yeah, that's. Can't you just see the whole settling. KSL management team sitting there going, "Why are these guys on the air?" No. Why would they? <laughs> Never. They love us. Okay. They'll love you for six, five more weeks. Five more weeks. Can you believe that? Dude. Wow. Andy's a little under the weather today, so. uh, What did you do? Well, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing what an overdose of sugar and Kool-Aid will do. (laughs) It just puts you under. How do I know that? (laughs) No, we don't want to know. Okay. Should we do the, should we actually follow the format and do what we're supposed to here? Since when? Well, it's sponsored. We've got to do it. Oh, okay. And plus, this sponsor saved your bacon on your furnace. Boy, how long am I going to have to wear that one? Well, how long am I? I mean, he saved no, no, my I, bacon seriously. on Seriously. Oh, man. The mystery furnace, he figured it out. And I mean, I had many, many people come. Yeah, well, when you pick it up off the side of the road on Highway 6. You that, know. Was, that was something else. <laughs> oh, that was something else you picked up there. That was the raccoons. Okay. That was the raccoons. Okay. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, for the movie show preview. And it's sponsored. Following. It's sponsored. <laughs> you know, Don's really quick on that. Button. He is. Boy. He is so good. When he does telephone torture, you know, we get the torture sounds just Bam, right on cue. Too much I mean, Diet Coke. He's fast. He's like fast like Superman. Ooh. Okay. No this segment is life. This segment is sponsored by Call Climate Services. The following preview has been rated G and is appropriate for all audiences. The movie show special feature. Okay. I like to call it Fan X, but it's Fan <laughs> 10. 
Did you hear what Renshaw said about it? He said, I want it to be called. Would you call it Fan X? Fan X. Well, not Fan X, but, you know. Fast? Fast X. Well, you've well, screwed up this title F. so many times now, you might as well just yeah. forget. Fast 10, yeah. and your seatbelt. But Scott Renshaw said it ought to be Fast 10, your seatbelt. Yeah. Kind of came out. See how cute that was. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Fast X, not Fan X. I can see Dan out there going, hey, what? What is he doing? We're, We're not doing early f- this year? We're not doing Fan X till later on. Fast X. You know, I told the people from the studio as I walked out, I said, if this had only had a little more action in it. Yeah, is that what you were missing? I might have turned. <laughs> well, anyway, we'll be talking about that. I, th- I have a theory now. How I you can have watch, a theory? How I can watch these movies and not be like, oh, I, the eye roll is going to be there all day long. Yeah. But there's ways to enjoy these movies, yeah. I've discovered. What is it? Playing uh, Hallmark Bingo with them? No, the, the creativity of the action, perhaps, and the fact that they put in Momoa was yeah. real, oh. uh, that's genius. And he was almost like almost like a a, a Batman villain. You know, just he's, yeah, that's he's, a good he's kind of it. prancing a little bit and you kind of go this guy's kind of going and he's doing dead guys toenails and fingernails that and you was go hilarious. Okay, this is weird. But you know, the bottom line on this is if you take everything you've ever seen in a Bond movie that is outrageously crazy action everything that you've ever seen in a mission impossible movie that is action crazy and over the top every, and just combine it and then times it by two that's fast x fast 10 <laughs> shut up no it's fast x that sounds cooler doesn't it well that sounds like and the x is 10 shut up steve sounds like a modium be nice to me i'm not going to be here much longer that's why I have to get it in. Yeah, now. that's right. That's why he's making up for years of abuse. Okay, so then Master Gardener? Yeah, this is uh, Joel Edgerton and uh, Sigourney Weaver oh, okay. in a Paul Schrader movie. Okay. And I wish it was better. Oh. Okay, Carmen? Oh. Okay, this is weird, but it, stylistically, it is absolutely stunning. It's a little weird story-wise, but yeah. it's actually really cool to watch. Okay. The other night, uh, I you know I, I tucked Dee in bed. Who's a good boy? Because she's re- still recuperating. Yeah. And I went out, and you know she was going to watch Anna Nicole Smith. You don't know me. Yeah. And I watched it, and I went, oh man, you know. I know. I don't think I re- really learned that much more. I than didn't I... either. I didn't learn. You know, with some of them, you really do. Yeah. You learn a lot about their life, and you learn a lot of the background story. But this is kind of in the category of the Dorothy Stratton thing. It's just, I don't know, it's, it's almost just kind of weird. It's and, still exploitive, and, isn't and, it? A little it's bit? exploitive, and it's sordid, and I don't know. And the Larry guy that had a kid with her later you yeah. know, in life, oh, yeah. he's furious. He yeah. goes, this is nothing. Someday I hope somebody does her life right. And I yeah. thought, well. Maybe okay. we should just let it go. Maybe, maybe, and and the bit with the elderly man that she married, oh, and that Jay those, Howard, those phone messages that went back and forth. You just go, this is just. Well, at least it, we were hearing their voices. Yeah, we were actually hearing their voices, and what they said, but it is so pathetic. Is that on both sides? By the way, yeah. all right. So uh, streaming. That's Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, White men can't jump. Uh, high desert and the family Stallone. Uh, you know, is that I think we're I, seeing? I think I think I get now why D watches the Housewives of Salt Lake City.
because the family Stallone is hilarious. Okay. Sly with three daughters and a gorgeous wife, yeah. and a boy comes over to try to date one of his daughters. Oh, can you imagine? She's like, it was like looking up at the balcony and seeing Rambo. The kid <laughs> ran out the door and never came back. Okay. It's that's pretty funny. And we have a plethora of other things that we'll be talking about. We've got, uh, we got our movie news. Uh, special guest Cassie Bybee is going to be joining us. I'm always interested in what's happening up at the Egyptian oh, Theater. Oh, that's right. She's at the because Egyptian. that is a bona fide, genuine, amazing movie palace. Oh, it is a great complex. The it, whole... is, it is just super. Yeah, and I mean the whole thing, you know, all the conference center and everything. But uh, they've got something coming up. That we're going to talk about, a special movie. and uh, Oh, I love Ogden. I'm just trying to take a look and see if I can give, without giving it away, if I can actually kind of give a little teaser to it. But if you like the Caribbean. I do. And if you're into like swashbuckling, you might like the movie that they're going to be showing. Is At it, the Egyptian Theater. Will it be rated Arg? Arg. <laughs> no, it's rated Arg. There's no such thing. You have to put the G on it. Okay, what else have we got? Uh, we have got telephone torture. This is going to be a good one today. Oh Tough. Boy. What'd you do now? Gustavo and I were going back and forth. He goes, hey, what are you, what are you going to do for telephone torture? I said, it's going to be diabolical. It's going to be very difficult. So it's about the devil? No, it's oh. not about the devil at all. It's just going to be hard. So true movie So buffs. you want to get more losers in. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to quite put it that way, but what's telephone torture without losers and you whining about it? I got the t-shirt. And I'm good. Blake Anderson at Megaplex weeping over it. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah. He loves telephone torture as long as it's all winners. Yeah, that's but yet when we do all winners, sauce. he goes, how much is costing me? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What else have we got here? Comes out of Jeff's budget. The movie. Yeah. The movie. And the last. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't hear from Jeff going, what did you do? By the way, the Fast 10, all the. Fast the, X? Whatever. That's not a diarrhea medicine. It sounds like. <laughs> where in the world fast did that come from? Fast. Stone, where did he come up with that? Fast X? If you're in trouble, get Fast X. At a pharmacy near you. Uh-huh. You've taken the show to a whole listen, lower level. Listen, Linda. Linda. Oh, you haven't seen that little kid telling his mom. Yeah, anyway, yeah. they're having cool, fancy cars at the Megaplex Theaters. I, I saw that from Fast Jeff. Fast 10. Fast X. Jeff V. Whipple, you know, sent us that uh, yes, what, last did. night or the night before. Yeah. Okay, so all that and more including the movie show Top Ten, is coming up here on the movie show at KSL. That was a spectacular preview. I feel real good about it I today. don't at all. I'm going to go home. Mm, you go, oh, okay. Stone, do you want to take the microphone here? In a heartbeat. <laughs> In a heartbeat. He goes, no, I have too much class to be on the air with you. All right, when we come back, we're going to review Fast X. And the X stands for... Hey, ten. when in Rome, do as the Romans do. And they are. That is a Roman numeral, X. All right, so we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Stubborn. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, the big movie review. Doug and 
Steve tell you everything your family needs to know about the biggest release of the week. And the big movie review sponsored by Paris RV. Make every weekend a vacation with an RV from Paris RV. Okay, let's get a little sound from Fast 10 or Fast X. The great Dom Toretto. If you never would have gotten behind that wheel, I'd never be the man I am today. And now, I am the man who's going to break your family. Piece by piece. The devil's coming. Yeah. How do you even explain the plot line? And it kind of does boil down to this. Just revenge. We see an old job that was done back in the Paul Walker era. And they, they, it was, uh, Fast Five. And they, yeah, we're halfway, we're going back halfway in time. They pull a whole safe out of the wall. There's a big heist going on. They hijack it and the safe is bouncing all over the part, the place. The corrupt cop kingpin of crime is killed. His son, appears all of a sudden years later and they are ready for vengeance let's put it that way dom in the meantime he is you know his child all kind the family little brian rita moreno is back as the oh. grand dame of the family they're having the picnic you know all the stuff in the and backyard i think if anybody ever wanted to get these people just go to their just house. go to their house that's where they are they're not in a compound <laughs> They're just out there on the outskirts of L.A. They'll take, you know. And so anyway, so what happens is just this ongoing thing, and everybody is involved in the fight for the survival of the family, and they're working against one evil villain. Who's pretty smart. He's pretty smart. He's like eight steps ahead of them every time they try. Every time, and and they walk into trap after trap after trap. But, of course, it's not about the plot. It's not about the screenwriting. It is all about the action you see on the screen. And, boy, they deliver. And there are some amazing things. And when you think, okay, now I know in my real life this is not really happening. But imagine, I mean, remember back in the day we'd all talk about, wow, the special effects are just spectacular here. Look at what they're doing with the animation. You can see the water ripple now. A waterfall (laughs) looks real. You know, individual hairs on you know in monsters sometimes Inc. a little goes a long way by the way but oh my goodness now you just take all this for granted it is so over the top it is absolutely ridiculously kind of cool and i mean i didn't hate this movie by any means yeah i mean it's kind of like a popcorn movie you want to go just be thoroughly entertained you know wolf down the popcorn slurp up the diet coke and i mean this is your movie but it it ain't great let's put it that no. way no, there, there are levels that you... Uh, by the way, they bring so many people back, dead or alive. Oh, yeah, that's We've right. We've killed some of these people, and you're like, they don't even bother to explain. Yeah, it's, that's right. It's like a soap opera. Well, in a you soap opera, them, they at least give you some explanation. I don't know. Well, it was an evil doctor in Bolivia that saved him. It's his, his twin brother who came yeah, back. That's right. It's his twin brother. So there, the problem with this movie, and uh, I get it. Look, it's two and a half hours, almost two and a half hours, of absolute mayhem unridiculous things that are happening but as long as there's action and you have a cool evil guy like jason momoa kind of orchestrating this whole thing it's fun yeah the problem is they try to do everybody's story i know and there's just it's like trying to do a story about the tabernacle choir well that's probably a terrible example (laughs) so we (laughs) only the movie show brings the tabernacle (laughs) choir into fast 10 
Fast X. Uh, a lot okay. of people, okay? And yeah, you're trying to do throwing, all their stories. They're throwing everything at the wall, and everything's slipping down the wall onto the floor, but we don't care. Yeah, we don't. Okay, and they so. bring back people that you're like, what are they doing here? <laughs> I know. Uh, it's, I know. And so here's one other thing. Yeah. At the end of the montage credits yeah. is one big mid-credit scene. And really? it's got somebody really big in it, and you stay for that, and then you may leave. You'll be home. Before the credits finish rolling. Oh, yeah. By the time you do all that CGI and all the special effects and yeah. all of the... Oh. oh, my goodness. Okay, so what's the grade? I'm going to give it a B. Okay, I'm giving it three stars, too, and it really doesn't deserve it, but what the heck. And there's two more of these, by the way. This is the beginning of the trilogy, uh, and it is a cliffhanger. That's why people are sticking around. Okay. A lot of people stick around because they wanted to see, well, how are they resolving this? They're not. Okay. 931. Sorry. <laughs> We almost made it. It's our fault, Steve. See, I won't even dump all this on you. No. 931, although I'd love to. 931 here at KSL News Radio. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Not just any news. Stop what you're doing and listen. Movie news. Action. On the KSL Movie Show. Beetlejuice 2. This has been discussed for a long, long time. We've talked about it a little bit. You know, we were hearing rumblings and so on. But now, folks are falling into place, including Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. figure out what character he's going to Well, I'll tell you. He's going to play a law enforcement officer in the afterlife. Oh. So, you know, down where Beetlejuice lives, you yeah, know, that yeah. weird thing. That, the lady that smokes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to be a law enforcement officer. Huh. So there you have it. And everybody's coming back. I mean, we've got Michael Keaton. We've got Winona Ryder. And guess who's going to be playing Winona Ryder's daughter? Yeah, we talked about it about a yeah. month ago. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Yeah. But did you know about Willem Dafoe? I did not. That's a new one. That's a new part of this story. Well, yeah, I like to bring new stuff. Catherine O'Hara is coming back. And yes. I remember watching this for the first time, and I went, this is so weirdly wonderful. I know. You know, and it's so Alec you know, Baldwin's almost unrecognizable now. He's Eric Baron. Eric Baron. <laughs> ah, you did it. I know. I see, he's as guilty as I am. Uh, you know, leading me astray. Beetlejuice too. You said it first. And uh, <laughs> they're going to begin working on this at the uh, the first of next month. And the sequel was officially confirmed by Warner Brothers Discovery at CinemaCon 2023 last month, and they're thinking that it'll be out in theaters. In September of 2024. Cool. There you go. Well, get. Oh, you're not going to like this at all. What? Eddie Murphy yeah. is in talks to try to pull off something even your buddy Steve Martin and others could not do well. What? The death in another building? He hopes to star in an upcoming MGM reboot of... No. The Pink Panther. No. Be playing the infamous Inspector Clouseau. No. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, he wants to do it, and you know, really, yeah. Remember, Steve Martin, Alan Arkin, oh. Roger Moore all tried. Yep, and they all failed miserably. You know, some roles are so iconic, and so incredibly, wonderfully, bizarrely well done. I well, mean, maybe they figured just go completely the opposite direction because I would. I would never think of Eddie Murphy playing a Peter Sellers role. Oh, I know. So, I know. Okay. He's also in, they said there were also in works, uh, in the works, a Shrek 5. A Shrek 5. Well, given how amazing Puss in Boots has done. Yeah, no kidding. They're like, well, we can get the whole team back together. Yeah, okay. 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he was given a little background. You do the job. Oh, I, I love this. Schwarzenegger was discussing, you know, Terminator and the origin of probably his most famous line. I'll be back. You know, yeah. that. Okay. But he talked about how he thought it was the stupidest thing he'd ever heard. <laughs> and he was going back and forth with Jim Cameron. And he said, we were debating. And he said, I wasn't comfortable with saying I'll. I don't know if you notice, you know, uh, this is something in the, like the Long, Longmire things. Remember how his friend Henry, yeah. Standing Bear, never uses the contractions. You know, it's always. Oh, I, I will. Yes. I will not. I cannot. You. Yeah. And so and Schwarzenegger does that a little bit, too, I've noticed. So anyway, he thought it just sounded really stupid. So he wanted to say, I will be back. I will be back. And he said, that'll be stronger. And Cameron said, so are you the scriptwriter now? He Ooh. said, it's just one word, I'll. Don't tell me how to write. I don't tell you how to act. And then, <laughs> and then Schwarzenegger goes, no, no, no. You tell me how to act every day. <laughs> you're yeah, always telling me how to act. You're literally the director. Yeah, you are the director. So then he said, Arnold, if you think it sounds weird, it doesn't. Basically, uh, Everything trust me. Everything that came out of his mouth. I know. So he said, what I want you to do is on camera, I'll roll the camera, keep it rolling. <clears throat> you say it 10 times, but always I'll. Say it however you want. And the first one was delivered absolutely flat. I'll be back. And then there was one that was a little louder, a little bit. So there were 10 versions of this, and they picked the one, and he said, I thought it still sounded stupid. So anyway, he said uh, Cameron uh, still teases him about that, and he said he's not going to be back for any more Terminator movies, well, that by the sense. way. None. But he's, he's got, got a lot of projects. Coming up, yeah. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's the uh, Netflix three-part uh, docuseries, Arnold, that we'll talk about his multifaceted career. And boy, it really is all the way from, you know, his bodybuilding era to his early attempts at filmmaking, which were attempts. And then mm, yeah. big superstar status, then the governor and everything else. So it'll be interesting to see what happens on that. And then he's scheduled to return to the big screen in Breakout. We talked about this on Movie News a while back where he's in jail, but he has to break out to save his son, stepson. I'm just picturing him saying, you must get to the Joppa. <laughs> Joppa. Get to the Joppa. Okay. Was that your Liam Neeson imitation? No, they're not all Liam Neeson. <laughs> I just think they one. sounded just like Liam to me. Harrison Ford. Yes, I know the guy. No, I don't know the guy. I know of the guy. He was presented with an honorary Palme d'Or last uh, not last night, night before, at uh, Cannes in a surprise ceremony. In, really? In, was advanced. he there in person? Yeah. He actually showed up at Cannes? Well, it's because they were going to play his movie. Oh, I see. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Ooh. Ooh. So he any... was there, and everybody was there. Was there any leak-out buzz on it? Well, they showed the darn thing. Yeah, but, I mean, is anybody talking about it? Oh, they yeah, they, the whole plot line is out. But yeah, you don't but, wanna... I mean, did they say if they liked it or not? What's the buzz? Okay. Stephen, what's the buzz? Maybe I could finish the story. No, and... I want to know the buzz. You know, every time that a film shows it can, they always say that there was a standing ovation for seven was. minutes. Well, they said five minutes of lukewarm Standing ovation. Oh, Stephen, you just, that was a deflating moment for me. Well, here's what I'm thinking. They're lowering our expectations, so we'll uh, be dazzled. So we'll like it better than the Crystal Skull? Uh, yes, everyone will like it better than the Crystal <laughs> freaking Skull. Uh, what horrible. about the Temple of Doom? Uh, maybe that one is two. Yeah, okay. That one is two, what the heck? All right. So, 
This is like, it's a rare thing to get an honorary Palme d'Or. Yeah. Last year, they gave it to Tom Cruise wow. for Maverick. Yeah. But the list includes Ingmar Bergman, Jane Fonda, and Clint Eastwood. Eastwood. Wow. Those are the names we know. Some of the others I have never heard of. I was going to tell you about Venom 3, but it is so complex and bizarre, you know, all these multiverse and everything. Anyway, just they'll, with it. they'll be a Venom 3. All right. On that note... 9.51. We probably ought to take a brief respite. We shall come I thought back. you were going to go to news. We know. <laughs> yeah. Boy, Amanda would really be freaked out if I came to them eight and a half minutes early. That would be hilarious. Let's t- oh, would it? Well, not really. We might want to discuss that with the news department. It's 9.51. <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be right back. The Movie Show. Spock, you haven't changed a bit. You're just as warm and sociable as ever. No, have you, Doctor? As your continued predilection for irrelevancy demonstrates. On KSL News Radio. Hour number two of the movie show, Stephen. Sir. And I need to mention that if you want to be among the cool kids in the known universe, hmm. you need to go to the KSL text line at 57500, where you can join the movie show club by texting the word movie to the Cypress Credit Union KSL text line. Five, we seven, can't do five, the ears. Obviously, that's taken. Zero, zero. I was giving the thing. Five, five seven, seven, five, five zero, 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 zero. They know. We can't do ears. We can't do ears. Either. We can't do loser T-shirts, though. We should. Yeah, we we're need. Out. We, yeah, we're out. Ike. I know. We are out. And we should do black ones. Black ones. Absolutely. You've got the only black loser T-shirt in the known And everybody universe. commented about it. I know. They did. They love like it. I, wow, that fits you. I don't even have a loser T-shirt, and I'm the loser well, we can fix that. Well, you're the loser, too. I've got a magic marker in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to look great. I can wear that to the Elks Lodge down in Eureka. I'll print nice. You'll print nice? <laughs> yeah. You're a lefty, so how can you print nice? <gasps> I've seen you writing. Are you a leftist? <laughs> a leftist? No, you're the leftist. Okay. What? No witty company. <laughs> Finally, Gustavo... Bails us out with yeah. a little rim shot. Okay. You know, I love the Perry Egyptian Theater in Iowa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. I've been to a lot of events. I just stare at the ceiling. Up at the conference center <laughs> and everything else. And the Egyptian motif that was just so in vogue, you know, when they were yes. finding, you know, King Tut's tomb and yeah. everything over in Egypt. Everything around the world went Egypt, you know, at that yeah. time, including, including Steve movie, Martin, movie, yeah, movie palaces, and boy, this is this is the genuine article, as they say, all restored. This beautifully. movie palace that somebody had the wisdom to save up there in Ogden, which in Salt Lake we did not have the wisdom to save the old Utah Theater, which is still just drives me insane. But we have Cassie Bybee, who is joining us right now, General Manager of Ogden Eccles Conference Center and Perry's Egyptian Theater. Cassie, welcome back. Good to have you on the movie show. After Hello? That, yeah, there we go, Cassie. Well, yes, we've got I'm you. Here. I'm here. How you doing? Yes, I'm here. I'm doing good. How are you? Doing great. You know, you've heard us ranting and raving about how much we love the Egyptian theater and what a treasure that is, not only for Ogden, but for the state of Utah and movie fans everywhere. How are things at the Perry's Egyptian Theater? Things are booming here at the Egyptian Theater. We're, we're, we um, continue to have this beautiful historic theater in our community that is being used um, 
more than it ever has before. We from from graduations that are happening in the theater, you know, coming up this this week and coming up early June. To we are a cinema house still, so we have our ramp movies that are coming in in June on the 17th and 24th. So we still continue to be that wonderful cinema house that was original. But as you know, when we did the renovation in 1997, we pushed out that back back wall, and so now we have a full stage that we can do live performances as well. So we have Kids Act Up, which is with Ogden Musical Theater that happens in June, all live performances, and then. And then we, we go into Ogden Musical Theater's uh, summer musical, which is The Music Man this year, and we run that for three weeks this summer here oh, in the theater. So, so many things happening in this beautiful theater. You know, right there on Washington, it's right in the heart of downtown Ogden. And what a showpiece that is. Give us just a little quick thumbnail sketch of the history of the theater for those who maybe have yet to discover it. Well... And, 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 and really, truly, it is, a, it is a discovery. We have people that come from out of town. We just had a – we're right next to the convention center here, and we had a convention in, and they'll step over just to see this, this beautiful historic theater. It was built in 1924 and then was just a cinema house, like you had said, with that motif of the Egyptian theater because of the King's tomb, like you had mentioned before. And then it was taken over by Fox Cinema, and then it kind of went into disarray in the 60s. They actually boarded it all up, all this beautiful historic um, theatrical look, and boarded it up with paneling and, pe- and painted the, the theater Pepto-Bismol pink. Oh, Isn't that, that crazy? I, they I can't even it, imagine you know, They made it hip and cool. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Then it went into exactly. Yeah. Then it went into a little bit of disarray for a little while, and actually was going to when the conference center was built in 1997. They were going to tear it down, and it was the people in the community, the fan, the friends of, um, you know, the theater and things, and the Egyptian Theater Foundation and others that rallied in this community to save this theater, and we were able to. Now we have a midway, so it's connected right right with the conference center and now we use the theater in all different ways for general sessions we have conventions that come into the theater that want to do their opening and closing sessions in this beautiful historic theater so it's been renovated and next year we celebrate a hundred years wow so we're ramping up for all those celebrations isn't that cool? It's you know, exciting. when you think of all of the movie studios that this year are celebrating their hundredth year—Disney, Warner Brothers, and That's so true, on—and yeah. the Egyptian Theater was just one year behind your hundredth anniversary yeah. next year. I mean, when you think of 1924, and you think of the the silent movie. This is the silent era. Three years before the first talkie movie in 1927. Oh, and the Wurlitzer organ and everything mm-hmm. else. And, you know, we've we've had several movie show events there over the years. We showed The Quiet Man up there one year, and then we actually had Blaine Gale up there with the mighty Wurlitzer and mm-hmm. playing the, the track to a, to a movie. I used it to is, watch a lot of Sundance films up there. Yeah. I, I preferred going up there to Park City, to be honest, because it was just... The filmmakers even enjoyed it because they could get away from all the spotlight and all the crazy, and they could go to a gorgeous theater and show their movie, and they loved it. It is amazing. Let's talk about movies. What have you got in store for us movie-wise in the next little while? Well, well, movie-wise in in June is um, 
the the ramp summer movies. So we're showing, and this is free to the to the kids to come to the ramp movies, okay? And that's June 17th, and then we have um, June 24th, and we're showing um, Big Hero Six and How to Train Your Dragon on oh, those wow. on those days. And that's yeah, you know free to the kids. They come in with their their families and parents and things, and that's always well attended and and a lot of fun. And then. We go. We run a movie series each each year. Um, uh, so we have the Mummy that comes in the end of this month. We're showing the Mummy here. Yeah. And and then we have when you go back to the back the black and white films. This next year we'll have a series of the old black and white films, and we're doing, you know, six black and white films. And we're also the ETF is is um, having Utah Films. They're coming in early March, well, late March, it's about March 28th, that they're coming in and showing a film as well. We will be having an organ concert that comes in and plays, and part of that organ concert with the Wurlitzer organ that you talked about, we will show a 15-minute silent film with the organ playing. And those that have never experienced that, that is something that you just don't see across America happening. And what's so unique about this theater, you come in, to the theater, you have that waterfall current, you have a, the Wurlitzer organ playing, so it's an experience. You come and get your popcorn, listen to this beautiful music playing on the organ. The atmospheric ceiling goes from sunrise to sunset. It, it, you know, the sky darkens, the twinkly lights come out. Then your grand waterfall curtains go up, go up, the organ goes down, and here comes in your movie. It's wow. a complete experience. Yeah, you know, just just the description of that. What what a treasure the Egyptian theater is to the uh, state of Utah and certainly to the people of Ogden. I so appreciate the update. And, uh, Cassie, always a pleasure. We uh, hope come, to Come and join us. Yeah, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, d- now, did I read something about Pirates of the Caribbean on the 31st? Is that? Yes, yes. That's what I said. Oh, oh Pirates of the Caribbean is coming. Yes. Yeah. We just shown the mummy. I said the mummy. I My mistake. Thank you for correcting me. Oh, okay. It is Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, I thought it was pretty we cool to see the them. mummy at the Egyptian theater. Oh, that would, I mean, <laughs> yeah. duh. Especially yeah. it was the early one, not the last <laughs> yeah, one. Exactly. Cassie, again, thanks so much. And keep us uh, apprised of all the cool I things will. you're doing. We have, a, we have a huge concert coming in for our celebration. I can't tell you the artist that's coming in, but it will sell out immediately. That's your little tickler. You're going to want to be a part of it. I like mm. that. I like that. Cassie, again. That's th- happening January 26th. All right. Thanks so much for thanks being so part much. of the movie Appreciate show. It. Cassie Bybee, who is the general manager of Ogden's Eccles uh, Conference Center and Perry's Egyptian Theater. That place is absolutely amazing. It is one of the seven wonders of Utah, to be honest. It it really is. And, uh, you know, I'm... I've, I've, I've got to get over the Utah Theater eventually. But thank heaven the people of Ogden have the wherewithal, the vision, and the desire to keep this treasure. And, and, you know, it's not just, as I mentioned, a treasure for Ogden and for Utah. These old movie palaces are a national treasure. Yeah. And the Utah Theater went back even before movies to the point where it was a vaudeville theater as well. And with a Tiffany glass ceiling, oh, oh i got to stop it. It still just kills me at the lack of vision on that. All right, it is 10-16. Let's take a break, and we'll come right back with more of the movie show. The Movie Show. Who's President of the United States in 1985? Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan? The actor? <laughs> On KSL News Radio. 
I like the continuation of that line. Who's the vice president? Jerry Lewis? <laughs> I think that was it, wasn't it? I Something forgot. Like Something like that. Stephen, let's review a movie. Okay. Which one do you want to do? Uh, well, my two favorites this week are Carmen and White Men Can't Jump. Well, let's do Carmen. Okay. Okay, here we go. Estos hombres no fueron los primeros y no serán los últimos. Distintas caras, pero son siempre el mismo hombre. Un hombre. Habla español. I forgot it was in Spanish. <laughs> sí, señor. <laughs> My daughter goes, she's hearing the haunting music that's playing, and I'm watching it on the yeah. computer. And she's and going, she goes, no comprende. And then I go, i got to watch this movie. And, uh, and then I go, oh, it's in Spanish. <laughs> oh, qué lástima. But the, what turns out is this is a really a very cool movie. It's set in the uh, desert of the Chihuahuan desert in Mex- along the Mexican border. And or it's Mexico. Mexico, see. Uh, and it starts out with this kind of older woman, you know, the plywood's out, and she's doing the, the, you know, the dance, the flamenco or whatever it is. Castanets. Yeah, I mean, she didn't have the castanets, but she's, oh, she's snapping her the fingers. fingers. Yeah. That's the real deal. Yeah, that, and so, but these guys show up, and they're like, where is she? And she's like, dancing defiantly. And, you know, they finally, you know, just shoot her. And what? Yeah. Sorry, I give away the first two minutes, but oh, man. she's like, I'm not telling you where she is. I mean, there's obviously a backstory there. They're looking for Carmen, who is a stunning beauty, who is, you know, she's taken after her mom. She's a dancer also, but she can also sing. Um, and at that point, you know, she's got to get out of there. So, you know, she does a nice little memorial for mom, sets the old shack on fire and heads for the border. Wow. So this had also becomes sort of a border story. In that a young man who is he's back from uh, his two tours, uh, you know, in Afghanistan, and he's back, and you know, the only jobs available are for border, border patrol, patrol guys, yeah. and he's out there with this super exuberant dude who's like, you know, hey, uh, let's go hunting, you know, that guy, wow. and yeah, and he starts shooting people that are running away, and the guy's like, you got to stop, 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 and the guy turns and points his gun at him, and he's like, oh. So oh. now he's going to be on the run and meets and he saves this woman and together they, uh, you know, flee. But the thing is, it's it's very stylized. You know, there's like, you know, fight scenes that are kind of choreographed, not like almost like West Side Story in a way. Yeah. And the visuals are stunning. And I know Carmen is a like a famous opera or oh, whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, to be honest, but. I think so it's it about is based it, on that storyline? Like loosely based. Loosely, yeah, yeah. With this whole border idea thrown in there, which is not anything to do with Carmen, I think. But it, it's the idea is like she comes back to the States, and there's a woman there that her mother and her were best friends. And it's just it just has a gorgeous look to it. I just okay. was kind of blown away at how much I enjoyed After a while, Amber goes, ah, that sounds kind of cool. You know, and and trust us on this one. Most people have an aversion to subtitles. Yeah. But if you're into the movie, if if you really try to get into the movie and it and it gets you, those subtitles just become second nature. And the guy that the the kid that, you know, runs with her is Paul Mescal and he's being considered, I think, as one of the guys for maybe a double O seven wow role. And he, he is he has that look. He could probably pull it off. He's a Marine in this, and he has an American accent, yeah. but you could tell, like, that guy might. We're going to see more of him in other movies. Wow. Uh, so uh, I, I really enjoyed this. I gave it a B plus. B plus. And uh, it is in very limited release. I think uh, it's playing at the Broadway. Broadway, Specifically. Yeah. It is rated R for some 
some violence, uh, and there's a little bit of sexuality. Okay. Speaking of uh, of 007, yeah. I, I saw a thing on one of the morning shows. I think it was the Extended Today show, and they had the guy from E! Entertainment or something on, and they they were talking about the number one people being considered yeah. for. And he was going on and on and on about the fact that he was so disappointed that Idris Elba was not on the short list. And, you know, and Dee said something just in the background, because she, she has this on every morning. And she goes, well, he's, he's just too old. That's exactly it. If they're looking, Even Idris said, I'm too old. Yeah. If they're looking for somebody who can do Bond movies for the next 15 years, right. he is too old. By and, the way, he is in a show called um, Hijack that comes out in Apple TV+. And, you know, sometimes when the, they'll just pop it in there, and I'll, and I'll go, I wonder what this is about. Yeah. It's Idris Elba. On a flight that's been hijacked. Wow. And I've seen the first four episodes. There's, I think, three more to come. It is so good. Wow. That's like mid-late June on Apple TV Plus, Hijack with Idris Elba. Yeah, even though he might be too old for Bond, he is magnificent. Well, if Daniel Craig had bailed kind of when he first said he was going to bail, Idris Elba would have been perfect. Yeah, maybe. You know, he would have had, you know, because, I mean, he's not too old right now. But in five years, right. and certainly if they want to do three or four movies, it, it'd be... It'll be interesting to see who they come up with. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very interested. But it looks like the idea of a female Bond, that's totally gone off. Well, the Barbara Buckley said that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Get this, Steve. 10.30, on the dot. I'm turning it over. Who are you? Leaf. What have you done? I know. Doug. I'm at the end of the, the run, and I'm, I'm finding... Repenting. I'm <laughs> repenting. Well, if we keep talking, I'm yeah, not we're repent. done. It's ten thirty here at KSL News Radio. The movie show. You probably think this world is a dream come true, but you're wrong. On KSL News Radio, the movie show here at KSL. We've got uh, much to come, including a little telephone torture. We've got the movie show top ten. We've got other films to talk about. Steve, I think it's time for a little stream and news. Okay. Not screaming news. Oh. Streaming news. Here we go. Planning on a weekend on the couch? Streaming your favorite movie or a new show? Duck and Steve sort through it all so you only binge the best. It's the movie show streaming reviews on KSL News Radio. Is that big-time announcer implying that we might be couch potatoes? I hope not, because that would be accurate. (laughs) That would be accurate. Okay, now this was the most confusing thing I've ever read. It was a story that came out. Marvel Studios sets release dates for Loki Season 2 premiere and Echo full season drop. And, you know, in order to, I mean, we basically gave you the whole story there, minus just a date or so. But it's like a page and a half when they're just going into the multiverse yeah. and back and forth and all over. So when is Loki? It's like October or November, something like that. Let's November twenty ninth, uh, and let's see. And what what is the other one? But you know, so that that's cool. I mean, everybody's into Loki and everybody's into that. And it's yeah, fun I kind of want to see Loki again. Yeah. So you know, he's he's a bad boy in yeah. the in the universe. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So anyway, I just thought to give you a little heads up on that. The Loki series is a uh, fundamental element in the construction of the current MCU plotline and echo which could change at any minute beyond connecting with hawkeye it is also directly related to upcoming franchise products all of the stuff is intermeshing it's like a very complicated machine now 
Well, let's hope they're good. Yeah, we hope they're good. So just a little heads up on that. Now, you know, Ted Lasso, this might be the last season. I know. And I've been watching it and with sort of mixed mo- emotions. Me too. Me too. Uh, there, You know, there's been two episodes out of the ten I've seen so far that I've liked. Ten might be another new one. Like, it it felt like, okay, they've they've readjusted yeah. they're, they're back on track well they they were into uh, a business relationship and a a love story you know between a character that we've all known and loved who has been with roy and everybody else and you know and kind of a betrayal by a partner and so on and i'm kind of going well yeah i, I guess i was interested in that but i wanted to get back to soccer yeah and they do although yeah. this one's yeah. called international have you seen it yeah international break it's the week where they all the national teams play each other, and so some of the the teams, from, the players from Richmond, are yep. going to be playing for their country. Oh, and the way our great Mexican player! Oh, that is hilarious. all of a sudden. Van Dam is now the enemy. Yeah, and oh my! And then and he's like looking at him like you know, football is life, and suddenly it's like. You are the enemy. I know. And then as soon as that international game is over, they're best friends. Or at least, you know, Van Damme's going, what's happening? Do you know the scene that I loved in this? And I don't want to give away too much. But there is a sinister individual that we're somewhat familiar with. Yes. Who decides that he can elevate the profitability of the game and the eliteness of the game. Yeah. And do it basically at the expense of Ma and Pa and the kids and the, the blue-collar workers right. and everything else. And and interestingly enough, one of the owners really steps up and another owner kind of steps up. And you kind of go, I'm liking this. Yeah. It's I a really great, liked it. It's a it. great speech. Yep. And I, I thought, thank you for coming back. Uh, the story of Nate is interesting now. Nate the Great. And Roy Kent and his I like, adjustments. I like Nate the Great more than I like Nate the, the Wunderkid. Yeah, the Wunderkid. Yeah. yeah. So they've made some adjustments. There's only two more. I know. It's killing me. And I don't know what's going to happen after that, but I think I'm pretty sure that uh, it's going to either spin off to something else. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hope, and I, and I don't mean to say make this sound weird, but if they do a spinoff with Roy Kent, I think it's going to ruin it. I, I do, too, because he is one of those great characters. You know, there there are characters that are dessert, and then there are the characters that are the meat and the potatoes. Yes, yes, yes. And he is a dessert character, and he's delightful. You look forward to having him appear But in small wherever, doses. But in small doses. Yeah. I mean, if you try to eat the whole meal on dessert, you, you want to puke. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're just going to lose your mind. And we still have to figure out what's going on with Ted. Yeah. We, we need to wrap him up. And with two episodes left, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes. But let me also mention that Marvelous Mrs. Maisel has been going on. Yeah. And it's soon to wrap up. And that has been absolutely the perfect ending to that series. I need to do some catch-up on that. Uh, you know, Dee and I have really enjoyed that whole series. But I think I'm one or two episodes behind. Yeah. And I'm a mere mortal where I'm watching them episode at a time. Yeah, I get that. I don't have the secret. But I get now, I'm, I've been watching The Family Stallone. That's on Paramount+. Plus. Okay. The first two episodes are out, and they are really funny. Okay. So. Okay. HBO Max's trailer for Conan O'Brien. We've talked about this before. It's Conan O'Brien must go. And we have O'Brien traveling around the world, meeting his fans who appeared on his Conan O'Brien Needs a fan podcast, and basically what we're seeing is 
Conan O'Brien must go is just kind of a combination of everything he has been doing. And I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not completely sold on this, but O'Brien returns to the TV screen for the first time in since 2021. And I had a, one little punchline here. If I could turn, turn the page here quickly, where was it? It was going to give it time. Okay, a new travel series. Yeah, I, we still don't have a firm date is the bottom line on yeah. when we're actually going to be able to see that. I think we mentioned also, speaking of travel, The Reluctant Traveler yeah. will be back for a second season. Yeah. If you haven't seen the first one, you need to watch that. It's really good. Okay. There and, you have it. Wait, wait one more. What? What, one more? Well, out of the three things this that I've been watching, good, well, it is. Uh, on Apple TV Plus, I know I'm a big fan of the, their whole range. Silo, The Last Thing He Told Me, and Ted Lasso are the th- three things that are the best to watch on Apple TV+. Yeah. Plus. It's interesting, too, because Paramount Plus is all about Taylor Sheridan. Right. And, boy, you know, that, that's kind of like having all of your investments in one mutual fund. You know? <laughs> well, you know, watching this Family Stallone thing about the family, yeah. they talk about the Tulsa King, and now I'm kind of interested to you go, go and, and, see it. and go yeah. and watch it. All right. On that note, let's take a brief respite. It is 1048 here at KSL. News Radio. The KSL Movie Show. (laughs) Telephone torture. (laughs) Telephone torture. Did you notice how the commish got into telephone torture last week? Oh, man. She was totally into it, like, I knew the answer to that. What's wrong with you? She was, you know, she was in the spirit of it. Except she wouldn't tell us anything about Kevin. I know. We, we couldn't wheedle anything out about, uh, you know, what Kevin Costner's doing and when things are going to be released. But, you know, we'll, we'll get over that. So it is, yes, ladies and gentlemen, time for a little telephone torture with fabulous prizes worth up to dollars, mm. which includes the two tickets to the Megaplex Theaters to see any movie of your choice. You can get two drinks. You can go over to the Machine, and you can make up any drink that you want, including the Megaplex's own flavor. That yeah, that uh, very, very select and salute. <laughs> I was going to say elite. Salute is kind of what I was talking I watched about. the dad try to explain to his kid what all the flavors were. Oh, I know. He, it takes like, forever. Dude, you're going to miss the movie. Daddy, what do they have up there? And Steve's <laughs> standing there for 10 minutes. You know, no, fortunately, they had another machine. Yeah, that's right. You. And, of course, you get a tub of popcorn. So, ladies and gentlemen. We need victims here on the movie show, and we are going. We ha- we have three that have a little bit of a challenge, and then if we haven't had a winner after the three, we have the idiot proof, you know. Well, <laughs> so we can't. What you? Well, I'm thinking if they don't get that, they're going to feel like an idiot. Yeah. Okay. And what's your point? So there'd be a loser and an idiot. Oh. <laughs> well, you never know. You never know on this Seems show. Seems like a little piling on there. A couple of okay. losers and idiots to the show. So oh, that's you know. fair. So yeah. all right. So ladies and gentlemen, KSL Talk is the number, and we're going to play voices from a movie, and you need to tell us which movie it comes from. Mm. And there is a combining thread to all of these sounds. You're not going to tell them? Not yet. Because I'm just a wily guy. So let's go to our first phone call. Oh, and by the way, Honest Tom, whom you have heard, you know, call in on this yes, show before. Yeah. You know, years ago, uh, a listener you know, said that they, and maybe it was Honest Tom, I, I'm trying to remember, it was so long ago, said, you know, Frank Sinatra sings a song about losers? And, well, Honest Tom brought in the actual album. 
Softly As I Leave You, Sinatra, that also includes Emily from the Americanization of Emily, Pass Me By by from Father Goose, from the motion picture Dear Heart, Dear Heart, and then Here's to the Losers. I actually have in my hot little hands. Do you have a turntable? The action, I do. Ding. I have one at home in Salt Lake, and I have one down in Eureka. Of course you do. Of course I do. And not the, old the not the gramophone. Okay. You know, I've got the gramophone, but I wouldn't. You you put yeah, that, that on the gramophone, <laughs> rip it to tear a hole right through. That's right. It's just a nail coming out of that. Okay, so let's go to the phone line. And hi, who's this? Hello. Hi, is this the movie show? This is the movie show. Are you ready to be awesome. a big? Are you going to try to be a yes. big wiener? I'm I'm gonna try to be a big wiener, ma'am. What's your name? Natalie. Natalie. Okay, now Natalie, I want you to listen very, very closely because Gustavo is going to play a cut for you, and you need to tell us from which movie it comes. Okay. Okay. Here we go, Gustavo. Hit it. You think you're too good for me? Nobody's too good for me. Anybody thinks they're too good for me, I make sure I knock them over sometime. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I know this one. Okay. All right. Oh, no. Natalie, <laughs> what movie did that come from? Oh, oh time's running I out. No idea. Okay. No, I, I've got nothing right. on this one. Sorry. Well, you know that makes Bye-bye. you a lo- that makes you a loser. You're aware of that. It does. Now, before we lo- before we loserize you. That is Marlon Brando That's the wild from one? the Wild Ones. Yeah, yep. where you know this biker gang kind he's of comes into triumph. town. Yeah, and he he rides his own triumph, and he's up in you know riding through the town. They, they and, shot that in Gilroy, California. Yeah. That, well, there you go. So, but Natalie, you're a loser. So here you go. I'm a loser. Yep. <laughs> Still a loser. He's kind of loser. You know, gentle. All right, let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? <laughs> Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hi. Who's this? This is uh, David. Okay, David. All right. Are you ready to name this movie? Well, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay, Gustavo, give us a soundbite. We're rich, man. We're retired in Florida now, mister. You know, Billy? We blew it. Okay. All right, what movie is that? Uh, it's not that. Uh, not that movie about lions, is it? Nope. Three, two, uh-huh. one. And that is Easy Rider. Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda, and Peter Fonda's Close concerned <laughs> that they <laughs> sold out. So let's let's loserize our caller. Loser, loser. <clears throat> Loser, hey, loser. I've heard this call before. Okay, let's go back to the phone line. And hi, who's this? Hello? Hello? They decided these are too tough. Yeah, yeah, but we have an idiot-proof one coming up. Well, we'll see. Yeah, okay. You know, as a matter of fact, we're going to make this a cliffhanger, like oh, the old-time movies. Oh, no. It's a two-part. It's a two-part loser. <sighs> All right. Because we're getting close to the top of the hour. And for yeah. some reason, I have been notorious for keeping us on time yes. with the news department. Who are you? After our disaster on the first one for Amanda. But, so we're Last gonna, week at 1034. You have just heard part one of Telephone Torture. Coming up, part two of Telephone Torture. But now, it is the top of the hour, exactly 11 o'clock. This is KSLFM Midvale. 
KSL AM, Salt Lake City. The Movie Show. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real. On KSL News Radio. You know, isn't it about time you join the club, the Movie Show Club, Stephen, hmm. by texting the word movie? And for movie show listeners, maybe I better spell that for them. M-O-V-I-E. Hmm. Not with a Y. It's I-E. To the Cyprus Credit Union KSL text line at 57500. Cyprus Credit Union. Are we eligible to be members of the movie club? I thought you, are we eligible to be members of Cyprus Credit Union? Of course. We've well, done yeah. movie shows with those guys yeah, absolutely. before. You know, back when Brett Hale, now the mayor yeah. of Murray, was there and so on. What we are, it's it's like saying, can Mickey Mouse be a member of the, of the Mickey, Mickey Mouse Club? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> what? They don't like mice? No. Okay. All right, Stephen, it's time Sorry. to continue on Ooh, with the delightful segment hmm. on the movie show that is known and sponsored by oh. Megaplex Theater, known as Telephone Torture. But I think for those who maybe just tuned in, they need to be able to hear the opening. Am I right or am I right? Ooh. Yeah, no, I'm right. Here we go. The KSL Movie Show. <laughs> Telephone Torture. And this is Torture Part 2. Is that the song Three Blind Mice? It's TPT. Huh. Actually, it was kind of goes with the... Uh, Three Stooges, but you okay? What what is the the song that goes with Laurel and Hardy? Yeah, yeah. It's the dance of the cuckoo. That's true. Why would you know that? Because I am cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> okay, your Steve. Theme, your theme song, I guess. Okay, a there's late one on that for one. Steve that he'll pay for. So. We already uh, had somebody crash and burn on the soundbite from The Wild One. We had somebody crash and burn on the soundbite from Easy Rider. Is anybody seeing a little trend unfolding here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Two-wheeled movies? Two fabulous <laughs> prizes. Yeah, handcart movies. Okay, so... <laughs> Remember the handcart oh, movie? Oh, I do. Okay, so, ladies and gentlemen... We've had two losers. We need to get a big wiener here on the program. And we have two tickets to Megaplex Theaters. We have a tub of popcorn. We have two drinks that could be yours. And let's find out who our next victim, I mean potential winner, is lurking out there on the line right now at KSL Talk. And hi, who's this? This is Kirby. Curly, how are you? Good, how are you? Well, I'm fine. Now, we're going to see how fine you truly are because I want you to listen very closely here you're going to hear a very familiar voice and we need to find out from you what movie this is from here we go good little bike ride no bicycles motorcycles you know flat tracks county fairs picked up a buck here and there i'll pay my tuition i'll pay my tuition okay so what movie is that from? You get extra points, but you won't be a winner if you can name the voice. Yeah, I have no idea. No, I, well, it was Steve McQueen. One, oh, okay. Okay, and it was uh, from The Great Escape. The Great Escape. Uh, ah, well, you know what? That makes you a loser. Of course it does. Here we go. You are not a winner. You are not a winner. You, you are, are a, a loser. loser. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Samito. I know. Good old Sam. All right. And now, ladies, this is the last chance to win. We have, so this is your idiot This proof? is the idiot-proof question. So let's find out who oh, is on the line. Hi, who's this? This could be disastrous. <laughs> Hello. Hola. Hello. Nobody wants to step into your firing squad. This is this is going to be a yes. Hi, hi. Who's who's hi. this? Who's this? This this is Stephanie. Stephanie, how are you? Good. Okay, now Stephanie, have you noticed that the wild one was about a motorcycle gang? Easy yes. Rider was about two guys out on a motorcycle. We had Steve McQueen playing the part of the Cooler King, who had that wonderful motorcycle scene in The Great Escape where he's going over the fences and everything oh, yeah, else. Yeah. Great scene. So there is a trend here. So are you ready Are you ready to hear it? Now, this is going to be a real tough one. Real tough one. Now, I have now described... if I get this one wrong, I'm going to be so embarrassed since it's idiot-proof. It is idiot-proof. <laughs> oh, okay. no. So listen very closely to this one. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Well, wild hogs, ride hard. <laughs> now play it one more time just in case. Here we go. Well, wild hogs, ride hard or steal. Yeah. Wow. Well, wild hogs. Well, wild hogs. That was Peter Fonda, by the way. So, what what do you think? What movie could that possibly be from? With one of the great motorcycle icons of all time, Peter Fonda. Yeah, isn't it Travolta and some other Travolta and uh, William, William Macy, Macy and uh, oh gosh, was it Tim Allen? Tim yeah. Allen is in that one, and oh, who's the other guy? Oh, come on. Anyway, so I mean, what? This this is just a wild guess, but I'm oh, guessing wild hogs. Wild hogs. You know, I am so impressed. I am so relieved. I I am so impressed, Stephanie, and you are a big wiener. Of course, you are. You have won fabulous Those prizes. Are the guys like, how come I didn't get? The <laughs> yeah, wild how hogs? come I didn't get the wild hog question? Well, you have won two movie tickets to the Megaplex Theaters. You've won two drinks that you and a partner can enjoy. Who are you going to take, by the way? Uh, my husband. Ah, see, you save this for Father's Day, and he'll think you've gone whole hog on him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and uh, there'll be a tub of popcorn as well. How does that make you feel? Like a big wiener. A big so wiener. Excited. But now you know. <laughs> and there, relieved. There are at least three other big losers out there who didn't know the Great Escape, Easy Rider, and the Wild One. So what do we do to make them feel better about themselves? Oh, let's have Travolta, Blue Eyes himself. Who? Oh, Travolta. not Travolta. No. <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've got wild hogs on the brain. There you go. No, <laughs> it's Blue it, Eyes. Think about. It, it's Frank. Here we go. Travolta Sinatra. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Telephone torture. Now, some might be wondering why I chose to go with the motorcycle. I know I am theme for telephone torture, 
And it's because I've been working really hard on the Ride the Light Up Eureka. Oh. And it's coming up on June 10th. Isn't it lit up enough yet? No. Anything you do in Eureka lights up the town. You know? oh, what are we up. working on this time? We're, we always try to focus on Main Street. Okay. And last year we focused on the benches. Okay. And, you know, several years before we helped the Elks Lodge with that iconic building on Main Street with their roof. Right. And then we put a new portico on the old 1899 uh town hall Got we it. put a new carriage door where the old fire literally the fire wagon used to be in the old days cool and then christmas decorations for the very light poles and you this, started with the light poles right yeah we started with the light poles that took three years that was a big big project and then this year we're still kind of working on it but one is to refurbish the old Union Pacific uh caboose. You know Union Pacific mm. gave those cabooses to to communities and areas that wanted them. Well ours is in need of a little maintenance but we're also talking about the idea of what's called a pocket park. Park City has one. The Miners Park as you go up Park City's Main Street on the right-hand side it's just on the footprint of an old building. Yeah. So it's not very big at all and it's called a pocket park. Okay. And so we're we're that's kind of where we're leaning. So a little right park now. around the caboose? Yeah, or or maybe up where the old Miners Union Hall used to be. We're we're still working on it. So it, it's a work in progress. So when is this? This is coming up on June 10th. June 10th. And the registration will begin before too long at Harley Davidson of Salt Lake right there on State Street at about 29th south and it'll be uh, 20 dollars for the ride and then a little additional for the uh the pin and so we're we're working on that and here's what's cool steve last year we went to kind of the ghost of mining past at the old chief consolidated and took our riders through the old hoist house and everything it was really cool dropping I mean, down a few holes very no 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 we do not drop people down <laughs> holes and i'll tell you what it, it was amazing because Hardly anybody's ever seen the inside of that building because, you know, the mine hasn't operated since the mid-1950s. And, yeah, and for motorheads, you know, it was it was really cool. This year, we're going to take our riders just out of Alberta up the hill. And as you look up on the side of the mountain, there's the old Bergen mine up there. Now, up the hill, the Trixie mine is operating right now on a really nice, you know, gold vein. And hmm. But we're going to go up to the Bergen mine where the uh, Tindic uh, Consolidated Metals uh, has their offices and everything. They have a really neat display of some of the uh, the cool ore samples. We're going to see all of that. Uh, we'll park the bikes in the parking lot up there, and then we'll walk through where the air compressor building is. We'll walk past with the door wide open to the old hoist house of the Bergen mine, and then over to the head frame of the Bergen where the shaft went down. And uh, that was a hot mine, by the way. Underground temperatures of about 150 degrees. Water temperatures of like 120, 100, no, uh, hotter than that, like 140. Really, it, it's really they kind put of miners down mine. in that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, all the mines down in the uh, Comstock load were hot. So anyway, we'll do that, and then we'll head up into Eureka. We'll see a couple of uh, sites up in Eureka, have dinner, and you know have lunch. This is going to start here in Salt Lake, though, and you right. It'll up. start from Harley Davidson. Yeah. So I wanted put it on your calendar if you can, and you don't need to ride a bike, you know, a motorcycle or a Harley. You know, uh, we have people come down like Mike joined us last year in one of his uh, classic cars. Oh, really he did. Good, really good friend of mine. You know, Ross. I've known him forever and ever and ever. And uh, one year he had his Corvette kind of being the pace car and uh, the South Salt Lake City police, they get us out onto the freeway safely. And so anyway, the ride to light up Eureka, it's coming up again this year and it'll be on June 10th. And again, 
we love to have people drive down in their vehicles, but do register because it's you get the pins and everything. Cause. Got the pins and the whole deal. So cool. There you go. So that's why we had all of telephone torture focused on motorcycle. Movies. Of course, Stephanie. I thought she was going to lose it. I know. There. She was like, "Oh, please don't." <laughs> <laughs> so if I don't get this, I'm going to be an idiot. By the way, thanks to Honest Tom for that album. That yeah, is that is cool. really cool. You know, the, this is the actual album that has Here's to the Losers on it. All right. We need to take a break. We'll come right back. And we've got a few more movies to talk about. Yeah, White we've Man Can't Jump. White Man Can't Jump. We'll talk about that and more. All here on the movie show at KSL News Radio. Movie reviews and Hollywood news. The KSL Movie Show. I like that. Movie reviews and Hollywood news from the movie show Shrews. It's, and please don't snooze. And please don't snooze because we're, well, actually, sound sleep medical. You might want to do a little snoozing. Well, later. You know, <laughs> later. Yeah. And if you're driving, you know the answer yes, to that. Please don't. Okay. So, Stephen. Yeah. Which movie should we review here? Well, we have Master Gardener, which uh, Master Gardner. is one of the big films this week. Is this going to be in uh, your neat subtitles? Uh, no. No. Okay. Here we go. I have a favor to ask. What is it? My grandniece. I would like you to take her home as an apprentice. She dropped out of school and then she ended up in a bad crowd. You'll learn how to garden. Are you satisfied with the life that you have? How would you ask that? You know, you talk a lot about There's one thing you don't talk about. What's that? Yourself. There's not much to know. Boy, when they get into that sinister voice, are you satisfied with the life? You, know, yeah. you go, ooh, something's going on here. Well, it's a strange, it, it's a garden in New Orleans, uh, and um, Sigourney Weaver is, is Mrs. Hammer, Haverhill. Gracewood Garden's been around forever. She has this gardener who's been working for her forever, Joel Edgerton, and he is a straight-laced, you know, he's writing in his little book, the, the petunias came out tonight. Yeah. They look magnificent. And then she's always going, you know, maybe we should do this or that. Well, she has this uh, great, great niece that she has had trouble before, and she had no contact with her sister. Yeah. So her family's kind of weird, and it's teach her how to be a gardener. And so there's a lot of cool stuff in here about you know gardening that I thought was really interesting, except when Mr. Edgerton takes his shirt off, he's got Nazi tattoos all of it and white pride and all these little things. You're like, Ooh. okay, so Paul Schrader, the director, has done a couple movies like this. He did first reform about a priest that had problems. And so he, he takes men who are coming out of really, really rough. This guy was an enforcer for the Proud Boys. And so, oh. and now, he, but the thing is, Mrs. Haverhill is also sort of like, she's got a whoo thing going on. So I'm thinking, this is like Nazis and they're all trying to be cool. But, you know, it's a new new era. And, but Mrs. Haverhill, she's not having it. But he's definitely changed. Wow. And because the, the grandniece is actually part African-American. Oh, wow. So he's really, you know, he's going to help her. And he's changed. You can tell he's changed. Um, so Gwenny Weaver has not. This could have been an interesting movie. And it is. Yeah. Uh, Paul Schrader, he, I think he won Best uh, Screenplay just a couple of years ago for the first reform. So he knows how to write. But I think he's run out of interesting stuff to tell people about men who are coming out of a difficult situation right. and trying to trying to do the right thing. This is not as good as those other, the card counter or the first reformed that he's done previously. Right. Um, it, it's 
but it's Joel Edgerton and Sigourney Weaver, so you may want to pay attention. But it's not playing in a lot of places, a few megaplexes, and at the Broadway for sure. Uh, it is rated R. It is a very little strange movie. This is one where critics are going to go, woohoo! And <laughs> regular people are going to go, what the heck was that? Uh huh. So, yeah, the ratings are going to be high from critics. Not so high from audiences. Okay. And the title again is? It's called The Master Gardener. At select Megaplex Theaters and, and the Broadway. The Broadway. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is 1141 here at KSL News Radio. Got a little frog in my throat you here. You do. There. Just a brief break. We'll come back. We've got the movie show top ten. A few more movies to talk about. So stay with us. One. The KSL Movie Show Top 10. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Okay. Movie Show Top 10 is sponsored by Call Climate Services. That goat did not like that launch at all. Yeah, yeah. We might have to jack the goat up a little bit, you know, just kind of. Make him a little bit more Multiple goatiness here on the movie show. Because, you know, it takes a lot to, you know. Kind of follow in my hoof prints, you know, from as cloven as they might be. <laughs> as cloven. Well, at least I don't have the tail and horns. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves, number ten. I was surprised how much I like this movie. I'm surprised it hasn't done a little bit better, but out seven weeks and about ninety-five million dollars. Yeah, another hundred twelve. So it's at over two hundred million. Air. This is a good movie. Go see Air. I don't know why it is not doing better. This is an Affleck Damon, you know, movie with all kinds of great stars in it. A really interesting, wonderful story. Viola Davis, right? Uh, yeah, Viola yeah. Davis uh, playing. Uh, <laughs> I love the way we never really see Michael Jordan except in the footage. Right. You know, but I think that was a good idea. It was a real good idea, and I th- I think it made the movie even cooler. But I love that. Uh, love again. Ooh, about as cliche as you can get. Still kind of sweet though. But it was sweet, and you know, just beautiful people falling in love after yeah. being kind of had had a, a rough time in love. Yeah. One through a death. One through a <laughs> leave you at the altar thing. Okay, John Wick. Chapter By the way, four. nobody leaves that guy at the altar. There's, yeah. Oh boy, no that kidding. Was ridiculous. Yeah. And who dare die on her, right? Yeah. Yeah, what's wrong with him? All right, John Wick Chapter 4. I, what, what can you say? Just off the charts, violence. Everything you go to a John Wick movie for is there. And uh, But, wow. You will not feel cheated. if you. No, will. you will not feel cheated. And will they be able to whip this into Chapter 5? Oh, they're oh, definitely yeah. going to. Makes too much money. It's at $426 million bucks. Crazy. Hypnotic. I have not seen this one yet. Well, it's it's a little crazy. Okay. I mean, as far as, you know, two people competing, Ben and Jen, yeah. on the same weekend, Jen definitely won. Yep. Uh, let's see. What else have we got here? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. You know, I'm, I'm pleased that after, you know, the three weeks, it's still hanging in there where others that have been out less time have been falling. But this movie is so sweet. It is so charming. If you have not seen this, this is a movie you really ought to see. You're, and, and it's not just for little girls, yeah, no, not no. just for tweens and everything else. This is something that is delightful for everyone. Go see this movie. Yeah, uh, I had a friend say, oh, my wife and I went, and it was just okay. Like, oh, and it just did go, you fall asleep? What happened there? Because I thought this was a great film. What happened to his heart? 
It's too, three sizes too small. Too small. Okay, Evil Dead Rise, what can we say? You know, no, no Bruce Campbell. No Bruce Campbell. Not no, interested. No Doug. Okay, Book Club, next chapter. I hated this movie. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Lay bad cinema. <laughs> then we go to the Super Mario Brothers movie. I wasn't a big fan of this movie, but it is killing it. Oh, $1.219 billion worth. Yeah. Wow. Guardians of the Galaxy. In its two weeks, it's made what, about 225, something like 227, that? 227, uh, yeah. add another 316, it's at 543. Yep. And there you have the Movie Show Top 10, sponsored by Call Climate Services. Stephen, there are a couple of other films we ought to talk about quickly. Yeah, just briefly. Uh, High Desert, uh, Apple TV Plus series, uh, stars Patricia Arquette. She is crazy. She's just the worst. This is almost like Poker Face. Yeah. Only a little, a little. Maybe a little Darker. sassier. Oh, sassier. Okay. Uh, Brad Garrett plays a private investigator. She wants to become one. I, what I love, Bernadette Peters is in this. Really? She's her friend, or actually played her mother, and now she's playing somebody that she just met on a bus. And I'm like, how is this working out? So, but, you know, anyway, it, it's really kind of cool. I've enjoyed it. She, I've only seen the first couple episodes, but so far uh, it has a poker face kind of feel, yeah. Apple TV+. Plus. Okay, very cool. Anything else? that we're... Uh, Well, we mentioned the family Stallones, and oh, yeah. if you are a daughter of Sylvester Stallone, yeah. the boys are just, like, terrified of trying to go out because he's, like, he is, like, tough. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing here? You know, and, yeah. oh, they have a – He's been gone doing the Tulsa Kings for six months. Yeah. Just comes home, and they go, let's play a joke on Dad for his birthday for dinner tonight. They make a cake with a baby thing in it, and, like, one of the daughters is pregnant. Oh. And you should have seen the look on What is this? I'm not a baby. <laughs> this is my birthday. He yeah. Goes, he goes, wait a minute. Was that your Liam Neeson? Oh, I'm glad you clarified that. And Sly is very, very funny in this. Oh, yeah. And he goes, that is the sickest joke anyone has ever pulled on me. Boy, I would be upset if somebody <laughs> played it. was. Okay. Living. So the so family Stallone. The family Stallone, actually pretty funny, okay. and that's on Paramount+. Plus. All right. Well, we have come to the final dramatic moments of the movie show. And in our waning moments here, Steve, we probably ought to talk about the big movie of the week. Yeah. And the big movie of the week, what was your grade again? Uh, I gave it a B. And I gave it a 3. So we are on exactly the same and page. And remember, mid credit scene, yeah. big star, then go home. And, you know, I, I'd uh, had such a long... Unless you want to celebrate everybody in the closing credits, like a 1,000 right. people. Oh, I know. I'd had such a long day, I forgot. But I did see that. Yeah. And there's quite a big reveal in it. There is. Yeah. And it's, right. it's, I mean, it's what you expect. Yeah. If you're a fan, you're going to want to yeah. see it. Hey, thanks for being part of the movie show. And uh, thanks for tolerating the telephone torture today that was motorcycle-oriented. That was torture. Because the ride to Light Up Eureka is coming up on June 10th. So yep. get in and register for the ride here in a, in a week or so. And that's and, 20 bucks, you said? Yeah, 20 bucks, and then a little bit for the pin and so on. Oh, okay. So anyway, it's all to benefit the uh, great uh, Main Street of Eureka. Exactly. 12 o'clock. Thanks for being part of the show tonight. When you go home, make sure that you hug the people you love. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.